Welcome to issue 157 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here, we take a good look at that most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel, and joining me tonight is Mike. Hi, Daniel. How's it going? How are you? I'm doing all right. A little better than last week. Not so I was going to say, last week you were sad. Are you less sad? No, I'm pretty good now. Pretty good. Oh, I can't wait to hear like what kind of rebounded you. Also with us tonight, and hopefully less sad than last week too, Mike, I think like your story really was a downer for Steve. How are you tonight, sir? I wish I had a biting retort for Mike, but I don't. Oh, uh, well, yeah. that's okay. okay. I'm sure if you keep at it, try tooth and nail, you'll figure it out. Oh, don't uh, don't make me angry. Because <laughs> you're the one for whom that bell tolls. All right, never mind. Uh, I'm doing good, Daniel. I'm doing good. <laughs> How are you? And you know what? I'm going to do it tonight. Daniel, what is on your mind tonight? The bell tolls for thee, Steve. Ooh. Um, you know what? I, what's on my mind is one of the funniest messages to us ever. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, good. Steve, you're you're so up on all these contests. You know all about them. We had a New Year's Eve like Newton Genesis box giveaway. Remember that? Correct. One of our listeners, Zach B. Zach B. Gave away a... Mutant Genesis box to one of our other listeners. Um, Jameson. Yeah, and it was uh, your villainous New Year's resolution. And yeah, Jameson won. Jameson won. And, you know, sometimes these giveaway contests, like you, you, Steve, I imagine, have some email exchange in the background with folks. And they send you their address and you ship a thing. We now hear another thing about it, right? Yeah. But Jameson was delightful enough to reply to us after winning his prize. And here's what he had to say. Dear Critical Encounters, I am thrilled for you that you have the unique privilege of bestowing a major award upon a fellow villain enthusiast. How generous of me to enter. I'm a bit surprised that you didn't hoard said prizes for yourselves, but no one's perfect. As a thank you, I am sending five extra copies each of Shadows of the Past for inclusion in your future games, and an Iron Man fan kit, which includes a life-size cutout of Iron Man, assembly and batteries required, and a copy of the MCU masterpiece Iron Man 3, which I have kindly transferred to VHS format for your convenience. Sorry, gotta run. I see my neighbor trying to cross the street. Oh, lovely. Oh, really good. Can we get Jameson <laughs> on the show for something, something? Or something, yeah. yeah. There's got to be a nemesis. There's got to be something we can get him on for. Because that yeah. that writing, that little bit of cheek, makes me think he would be a beautiful guest. I'm a little worried that he may have been in the secret lair because he knows that we have a VHS. Yeah, I'm, I was going to say, Steve, like, how, how many people know that that's the only right. way we play tapes? Yeah, we can't stream. We don't have a DVD player. It's VHS tapes that are never rewound, just laying about the area. Yeah. Um, Yikes. (laughs) So, Jameson, please reach out if you would be interested in uh, doing a Nemesis show. We always have surprise guests come on for those. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I'm speaking for all three of us. 
Steve, Mike, am I out of turn here, or is that an, an actual invitation? It's an invite. It's an invite. Oh, wonderful. All right. Well, thank you again to Zach B for the prize itself, and thank you to Jameson for being so villainous in your reception of it. Well, we're going to do some other stuff tonight, though, too. Did you know that? Yeah. We are not just going to talk about Jameson. Oh, wait, first I have, have a question, more work Steve? to do with Venom? Oh, yeah, we have more work to oh. do with Venom. But Mike has a question. Mike, I what's do. your question? Um, did we? Did you ever figure out that thing you asked me last week about which symbiote Flash Thompson has? Uh, yeah, I, I did. Um, okay, so the Venom symbiote that Peter Parker brings back to Earth and then Eddie Brock gets in that church eventually makes its way to Scorpion, Mac Gargan, okay? And then eventually the government gets a hold of said Venom symbiote, and it does end up on Flash Thompson, who's working for the government during their Rebirth Project 2.0. Um, so the Flash Thompson hero, Venom, and the Eddie Brock villain, Venom, are the same Venom symbiote, just different hosts. Oh my gosh, but then... What if you want to bring Venom against Venom? Can't be done. That's my well, guess. Well, okay. So, uh, <laughs> Alex at FFG, the Games Rule Specialist, was asked this back in June of 2022. Uh, like, can you do this legally? Right? And a lot of times we say, you know, play the way you want to play. But this was Alex's response. You, you want to hear it? Sure. Let's hear it. All right. Honestly, we think that if a player wanted to play Venom against Venom, they should be able to. We recognize the rules reference states that only one copy of each unique card by title can be in play. But there's also no specific ruling in place for when a hero and a villain share the same title, unlike a unique minion and another character with the same title. So you could do it, kind of. Hey, that means you could also play Nebula with Nebula. Yeah, I guess so. Now, don't you play Hawkeye with Hawkeye? Like he's got like another Hawkeye ally or something, right? Well, that specifically says Kate Bishop, so it does have right, a. Right, but that's like a title, title. Right, Isn't well, isn't Venom the title, and then Flash Thompson and Eddie Brock are the sub names? No, in, well, actually, in this case, Venom would be the character's name, and Eddie Brock and Flash Thompson would be the title. So, since they're different titles, you can play them. Except we don't actually get an Eddie Brock title on the Venom villain. The, it just is Venom. Oh. It just says But oh, okay. there's no titles on any of the villains, right? Right, sure, sure. We just have to assume which one it is. Um, so we, can we pencil in on our cards, Eddie Brock, under the villain yep. venom? Then we're, all, we're off to the race. It's good to go. Now, <laughs> okay. just be there's sure also that it's Spider-Verse, so for the Venom-verse. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Could be another one. <laughs> there could be 10 of them. Who knows, right? Um, so just be sure that if you do this, that cards that target a specific Venom affect the appropriate one. Like, Run and Gun should only affect the Venom Hero, since it's one of the cards in the Hero set. And Biting Retort, which is a Venom Treachery, only targets the Venom Villain, right? <laughs> I want to see that chaotic game. Seems uh, <laughs> obvious, except for, like, Grief players. <laughs> right, you're playing a multiplayer game, and Biting Retort comes up, and, like, Venom activates, so the, the, your buddy across the table attacks you with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm thinking now we're angry. Uh, oh, we'll right. Talk about that later. <laughs> I want to see someone break the rules on this. Well, that's really interesting. Okay. We need a Venom game against Venom with a Gamora and a Nebula and another Nebula. As many, as many cross characters as we can get. 
call it the multiverse crashes. So this this really isn't a different rule, except for the Venom villain doesn't have a little name underneath him like all the hero cards do. Right. Yeah. None right. of the okay. none of the okay. uh, villains do. Right. right. Like we talked about Red Skull, which is Johann Schmidt, but it doesn't say anywhere on there that it's Johann Schmidt. We just know. Do that you it think is. they should do that? Just I mean, in case. Sharpie your card. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, obviously, you should sharpie all of your cards, but like, should the designers name the vet name the villains? Like Possibly. Armadillo is Antonio Rodriguez, right? Like, should they put it under? Why not? Yeah, it would eliminate some confusion. Like we talked about the Dr. Connors lizard version and it wasn't necessarily that version, right? It was right. the Peter Parker lizard. So can you play Spider-Man if that Gwen Stacy's lizard nemesis comes into play? Cause they're the same <laughs> Peter Parker, right? I mean, uh, like they're not the same Peter Parker because that, oh, one but, but they both have the same title of Peter Parker, <laughs> Peter Parker. Right. Yeah. So it's confusing. It seems like a, I would like Fantasy Flight to go back and just name every one of their villains. Yeah. Now, are they? Do they mention them by name in like the books, right? Because we only get villains in campaign boxes or scenario boxes. So in the in the insert, it could tell you which version it is. Right. They don't even have to. Sure. I, I I guess. Yeah. They don't have to reprint cards or whatever. But like, and sometimes it's obvious. Like the Green Goblin is Norman Osborn, right? But isn't he sometimes someone else? Oh, right. Son. <laughs> right. Is that the Hobgoblin? I have got some trivia for you. Oh, Let's good. call this trivia revenge. Wait, wait, I, we can't have revenge after revenge. I mean, this geez. is re- trivia revenge. I believe revenge, that's revenge, how revenge works. Steve. When does the blood feud end? Never. Uh, yeah, when we have no eyes. Well, I think it ends okay. with Iceland, actually, when there's just like three Norwegians <laughs> left. All right, okay. go ahead. So we, we say, okay, you know what? With the multiverse stuff, you could have anyone against anyone, right? Right? Sure. There okay. is one character in the Marvel Universe... Where that is impossible. There is only one version of this character in the entire multiverse. Oh. Is it? It is a villain. Is it but God? I don't think we have a card of him yet. Oh, it's a villain. Uh, I would what do you mean there's only one version of him? Well, you know how there's multiple Peter Parkers in the multiverse? Sure, sure. Okay, so... There's only one of this guy. I guess I would say... I would just guess Null, because he's like in between oh. the births of them. You mean Canal? Yeah, Canal. <laughs> okay. It's uh, the answer is Molecule Man. What? what? Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. Really? There's a reason for this. <laughs> okay. Yep. Go read the Incursion storyline that took place over like a decade. Yep. <laughs> there is uh yeah. There's only one version of Molecule Man. Right. I just threw that in there because we were talking about unique characters. Well, thanks for that. Had nothing to do with the rest of the cards. No. <laughs> <laughs> Way to draw us off track. Okay. Wow. We were already yeah. kind of off track. Come on, you Mike. Made us off off track. I did it for revenge. All right, Steve. Steve, we don't we have a whole bunch of other like venom cards to deal with for the scenario? Yeah, let's talk about some venom we cards. We do. Do you want to hear a story first? <laughs> yeah, story time. <laughs> Wait, what? There's more story? <laughs> yeah, let's hear a story. Okay, no, this isn't much. I know I know we promised some stories last time, but this is just a, just a little bit, just a little tease. Uh, more on Venom Lethal Protector, because this is this is interesting. So him and Spider-Man, Venom and Spider-Man, they're they're on each other's throats, right? I mean, Venom is full of rage, and Spider-Man has met his match, right? Because his spider sense doesn't activate against Venom. And uh, eventually, they call a truce. Uh, basically, Spider-Man kind of saves a girl that Venom has a thing for and realizes, okay, you know what, they're... 
this isn't working. He's not entirely all bad, but we can't live like this. He keeps trying to take me down, take me, send me to the brig. They call a truce and they go, okay, you know what? I will stop trying to kill you. Leave me alone. I'm out of here. I'm leaving New York. And Venom leaves and he goes to San Francisco where he settles down. Hmm. And he starts to make a name for him there. Uh, that happy quote I read at the end of last week's episode was uh, shortly after he arrives, he comes across two muggers slash rapists and uh, decides to do them in. And he's talking to the, the lady they were accosting. And that's the quote I said was, was him talking to her right before she screams and runs away because he's a giant Venom monster thing. Right. And... Um, well, Venom starts running into trouble. Can you guess which uh, which hero or hero outfit um, comes after Venom? Is it the is West it Coast Francisco? Avengers? West Coast that, Avengers. That is a great, great and wrong answer. Wrong guess. Um, okay. The answer is Spider-Man. What? Um, Peter Parker sees him on the news and goes, oh man, I have to put this guy in jail. And so he <laughs> leaves New York and crosses the country, breaks the truce almost immediately, and starts going after Venom. So Venom is, uh, you find him, and he's protecting these, these homeless people from these guys in suits that want to push them out of their neighborhood, right? It's a whole big thing, but uh, Venom's trying to protect them, and Spider-Man just comes on the scene and beats up Venom, and everyone's mad at Spider-Man because what the hell are you doing? And then the other guys start pulling out guns and shooting, and Venom's like, see, like... Like Spider, like Peter Parker becomes like a union buster almost? It's, it, it's the classic... Venom's protecting the little guy. Yeah. Shoot first, ask questions later, never even ask the questions. That's such a hero thing to do. And betrays the trust, the truce they made. I have no time for people who can't keep their word. Hero, villain, none of that. And the whole time, like, eventually they're they're forced to team up a a bit in this miniseries. And every time he's like, okay, now I got to take Venom in. But Venom kind of runs away. He's always too smart for that. But Peter's always thinking this right up into the end. Okay. I got to get this guy. I got to stab him in the back. You're just real jerkwad. Peter Parker would have been great for like reality TV. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Eh? Awful. Awful. I feel like if we were to get an Eddie Brock hero card, that Peter Parker would be his, his nemesis, nemesis for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. The way he's well, been treated. Out, we need an Eddie Brock. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm ready to talk about cards. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for that, Mike. That was great. It was. I, I think we all needed a reason to hate the heroes a little more. A little bit, eh? Yeah. I got to remember why we hate the heroes. Hey, these, are, these are all good. Who, who should start? God, well, first good. of all, what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you that this is Venom, second scenario in the Sinister Motors campaign box. Like we said, 14 total cards, nine encounter cards that go into the encounter deck, six by title. And um, Daniel is going to start. Because I said well, so. Well, now I'm angry. Wait, now we're angry. There you go. So this is an attachment that go, it's a condition attachment attached to Venom. It uses two rage counters. It gives him plus one attack, but those attacks gain overkill, and there's a force response. After Venom takes any amount of damage from an attack, remove one rage counter from here. And it has a special boost icon, which is to reveal this card. Now, Steve, Mike, do you think do you think we need to take a little, like, a second to remind people about, like, how Venom works in terms of attacks and taking attacks and damage and all that? Yeah, I think sure. we can we can short form it by saying that when you attack Venom, you get a boost card on your identity. 
And the next time he attacks you, all those boosts are revealed. Or schemes. Yeah, or schemes. You're right. So the game is trying to get you to actually attack him. Hence why he has this uh, great pool of hit points uh, so that they can beat you through boost cards. And this is another way to do that. Right. And you don't have to pick and choose the force response. Force response is everywhere. So after Venom takes any amount of damage from an attack, remove a rage counter. So you'd remove a rage counter and remove some other counter elsewhere with him, right? No, there's no counters. Uh, It's just... um, Or not counter, but like like other things that say like after Venom takes any amount of damage from an attack. Correct. Bell towery things and stuff like that. Right, the bell. Uh, if the bell tower is ringing, you can do extra damage on that attack. But if it's on its quiet side, and you decide to, instead of dealing damage to Venom, put uh-huh. the t- tokens on the bell tower, you're not going to remove rage counters because it didn't actually take the damage. You put the damage on the bell tower instead. That is what I was clunkily trying to get someone to say. Thank you, Steve. Gotcha, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that this gives him overkill... And maybe he has two or three boost cards if you're not playing oh. that weird protection deck. Yeah. 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 Makes the point card. of interest for that weird protection deck is that this how he has to take damage from an attack to remove this card. Oh, right. None of so, those retaliates or flow like water. None of that does it. Yeah. None of those going to take it off. On the other hand, plus one, is that going to stress your deck a little bit? I don't know if it'll push you over the top or not. So let's, let's call that neutral. Well, even yeah. in standard, that makes him a three damage guy, right? Yeah, yep. With overkill. I think overkill is the important yeah. piece there. Because yeah, if he does get a bunch of encounter, or if he does get a bunch of boost cards, you know, you, you can't do that chump block. So. Yeah, there's there's one more really important part to this. What's that? The boost says reveal this card, and there's two copies of this thing. Yeah. And when you double them up, that's plus two oh. with overkill. However, when they're doubled up, and you hit him once, both of them lose a rage counter. Sure. Well, that's only fair. However, if you defend with an ally and reveal this card, it gets attached to Venom. Venom's attack now is overkill and will go right through that ally as well, like on that same attack. So that's fun too. The timing is nice there. So I'm a fan of this card. I do like it. Oh, yeah. Now, Steve, you mentioned the biting retort before. What what do you mean? Oh, oh, it's a treachery card. There are two of these. It's called biting retort. Uh, When revealed. (laughs) Venom <laughs> activates against you. Each boost card turned face up during that activation gets plus one boost icon. But wait, Steve, I've got nine of those. Yeah, well, plus nine damage. There you go. As <laughs> uh, one boost and a special boost, which is remove one chime counter from the bell tower. No matter what side it's on. Right. It will flip it back to the quiet side That just that much quicker. Nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is one where the one revealed, I think, is way better than the boost. The timing is interesting because presumably he's already attacked you in the villain face, and now he's attacking you again, so you shouldn't have many boost cards unless you're doing something silly like a stun. And then this yeah. is a nasty surprise if you thought you were safe for a turn. Well, that's a great point. Like, I never thought about that. Yep. Yeah, why would you have any boost cards attached to you? Hmm. Just doing a quick scan here. Is there anything else that gives him boost cards? So, I mean, he will just attack normally to get a second hit on you. And maybe the first time you defended or you blocked with an ally. So you didn't take any damage. So you didn't remove any counters from the ringing bell tower. Well, now you can't do that. So he hits you for three or four. 
three or four damage is still a good piece and it removes a bunch bunch of those tokens instead of doing damage to you. And so. there's also it, it could be him scheming. Correct. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> and that could be a surprise really bad thing. Yeah. Um so Mike, in your reading of Venom and the little bit I've seen, does he have like Spider Man has got that those one liners he just rips off, right? Constantly saying something. Venom does something similar. Is that the whole like plan words here with a biting retort? I mean, he's got that mouth of teeth, but then... Uh, a little bit. He he has the same cheek. It's a little different. Um, but yes. Yes. Uh, just go look up some Venom quotes. He's Especially that Lethal Protector series. He just has these little quips. It's not quite as cheesy and punny as Peter Parker's, but it's it's just enough to show you that there's a connection. Okay, cool. Wait till the end of the episode. You'll hear another. So are you saying it's... I, I just put the emphasis on biting, but you're saying the emphasis should be on retort? Well, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at his drooling, fang-filled <laughs> mouth, and I just saw the I saw the biting word and thought that was significant. Yeah, I mean, if he's attacking you, he's biting. If he's scheming, he's retorting. Okay. <laughs> maybe not. So. Okay. So, yeah, that's good. All right, well, there's another one here, Mike. Come on, Hemingway, tell us about it. It is for whom the bell tolls. This is a treachery. When revealed, remove two chime counters from the bell tower. If the bell tower is on its quiet side, take one damage. If it's on its ringing side, remove one threat from the main scheme. And as a boost, resolve this card's when revealed ability. Well, I mean, it's your standard have to mess and prevent the players from mathing out the scenario. Sure. Uh, I don't know. How do you feel about this? Like in solo, this definitely makes a difference because you don't have many chime counters. Well, you as a this? villain, I hate that it helps good guys. When it's ringing? If it's still when ringing? it's ringing, yeah. Do you find in multiplayer that this is not as big a deal as in solo? Just because of the sheer number of chime counters on there? Yeah, I think that's probably true. Um, but yeah, I mean, you have to remove those counters. In in multiplayer, he's probably attacking a bunch of times, so he should he should be... If he's attacking three times, he should be removing an equal number of chime counters as if it was solo. Right. It's hard to say. You can hit the bell tower for one or two, and then swinging web kick in for eight. So now it flips over and has ten chime counters on it, right? You can play that pretty pretty good yeah. like if, you, if you're paying attention. And so then removing two, even in solo, out of ten is not that big a deal. Um, right. But... I, I think you have to have it, right? I mean, you got to remove some... Yeah, no, it's a good card to have. And I'm glad there's two of them. Because the per-player thing is not a maximum, right? No, it's not. It's if there's at least blank per-player do this. Three, three per-player, right. So if it's so a three-player like game... load it up, right, before you flip it. Yep. If you can get it right up to eight in a three-player game and then somebody can hit it for another eight, you can have 16. Um, yeah, I mean... Daniel, your whole like remove a threat from the main scheme, it it does feel a little thematic. You really like he's getting messed up by that. So you, yeah, look you at can't that art. Focus or concentrate. So yeah, he poor guy. Yeah, he's not doing anything in that state. Yeah, that art is <laughs> not him like shooting tendrils to attack somebody. That's no his suit exploding on him, sort of. Yeah, eating reacting. Yeah, where, yeah, yeah. All right, let's circle back to Daniel. Well. This set's got a lot of schemes going on, a lot of side schemes. And the first of those is Guard the Bell Tower. This is a side scheme. Treat the Bell Tower's printed text box as if it were blank. 
except for trains. When revealed, remove each chime counter from the bell tire and flip it to its quiet side. And it has two boost icons. This, Mike, I think is the thing that needs to happen. Yep, this too. Yep. No, it, yeah. I don't think you said it. it only has three threat on it, though. Oh, like, you're right. Base. It does have three starting threat and three only threat. Right. Yep. I'm okay with that because the damage is done. That doesn't matter. Yeah, Mike's right. The when revealed already got you. Because imagine you're on the ringing side with 18 threat because you thought <laughs> it was real fancy. Gone. Well, I like when it's out, you can't put chime counters on because the text box blank. Yeah. No. So if it did have more threat. Yeah, it's, it's got to be easy to clear, but. Yeah. That when revealed does the thing Venom needs it to do. Yeah. I feel like if Venom was really paying attention, instead of guard the bell tower, he might just like go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> or set it on fire. Yeah, like, Isn't he hey. guarding something, though, in this one? Oh, I don't know what the story is. No, I think they just corner him here or something. Or he he's guarding your entrance into the the place where you fight Mysterio. Oh yeah, that would explain the title of that card I just read. Yeah. All right. Well, there's another side scheme here. Venom is lashing out. It is a side scheme with a static nine threat on it. With the response after Venom takes any amount of damage from an attack, remove an equal amount of threat from here. Hmm. Acceleration icon as one boost and a special boost. If this activation is an attack, take two indirect damage. Yes, how is this fair to solo players? A static nine? Right. Okay, so well, static nine, but every time you deal damage to Venom, you remove threat. From an attack. From an, from attack. an attack. Yes, from, from an attack. attack. But that <laughs> well, that's true for four players too. It's a static yeah. nine. Yep. Making you attack Venom is basically what it's doing. If you want to get rid of that acceleration. Is there something about playing Venom that's easier solo? No, it's we're divvying out X cards, basically. X boost cards is is the way they've designed it. Um, Again, cheaty protection. I didn't care about this card. It was whatever. I deal with an extra threat. Win before it gets you. But But it's so unfair to a lower player count. Yeah, this is definitely solo unfriendly because it has a higher threat and accelerations count for more in a solo game. Right. It's it the main scheme starts at 2, goes up by 1 and only reaches 10. So if this is out, you know, it's pretty fast. And the I mean, every you take damage and, too. Yeah. And 9 for a solo player, 9 threat to clear? I That's days. I think it's all right. I think it's all right because your aggression player wrong. Is going to smack it and not care about it. The aggression player, because when Venom takes damage, threats removed. Sure, your justice player is just going to thwart this. I think your leadership character might care the most, depending on how they've set their board, because they tend to have a lot of little attacks, and that would just add up the boost cards. Yeah, so they're going to use their base scheme, uh, base thwarts against this instead of the attacks. Maybe I'm I'm okay with this being high because like what the set doesn't have so far is like giant enemies to deal with the things that take your whole turn maybe two it's doing it with schemes okay yeah there are no minions in the in his base set you have to put in the symbiote strength which has three of those guard patrol symbiotes right and right down to earth there's what is it there's a couple common criminals in that one so but I agree that boost effect is. 
can hurt you a lot too. Two <laughs> indirect damage at the wrong moment. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I wish the response just wasn't there. I I don't know why the villain, like he's lashing out. So if you punch him, the threat comes off. I don't. Why why does he need? Why do the heroes need more help? Just leave it as it is. Get rid of the response. <laughs> it's someone it's must have thought that core venom. But however they designed him was just too much. Uh, I, I think it's enticing you. What it's do you like, mean? Sure, you know, you, you could deal damage to him with Squirrel Girl and get around his ability, but you know what? If you punch him, you also get to throw down some threat. Hey, so why don't you? Why don't you? So I, there, has to, there, there, there must be errata or rulings on this because the ability on the card is a response, not a forced response. You don't have to trigger that. And are you able to trigger that? You don't control that card. It's an encounter card. I guess you can. Uh, it so should be. It's not a force why, response. Why wouldn't you do it? Because you are uh, not a cheaty hero. You want to. You want to play fair. Yeah. So that's that's, well, then I love the design. Maybe, the design maybe you're griefing somebody else next to you. You're like, no, nah, I'm not. I could remove four threat, but I'm not going to. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I get that. I hit him for four. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to do it. So actually, I really like it so much more now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, he's well, got one more, and don't worry, Daniel. This one does not have nine threat. It has eight. Oh well. Oh, is... good. <laughs> yeah. This is tooth and nail. Side scheme. The this has a hazard icon with the response after Venom takes any amount of damage from an attack. Remove an equal amount of threat from here. So same same effect. It has two boost icons, and the special boost if this activation is an attack. It gains piercing. Wow. And this one comes out on his second stage, right? Yes, it does. Okay. And that hazard means something. So you do want to get rid of it. Oh, yeah. So maybe you do want to attack him. Yeah. yeah. Get some extra boost cards. Get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like how this uh, these second group of cards we talked about are basically guarding the flipping of the bell tower, right? Like That's their job. Uh, oh, yeah, in a sense, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Do I have that right? Yeah, because yeah, you have I, to deal damage to Venom, not the Bell Tower, in order to remove the threat. Yeah, so he's trying to make you hit him. He's trying to make this game all about him. Yeah. Well, what what do you guys think of the scenario? We we played it. Yeah, I, I gave you my thoughts last week. Um, I do like the, the side scheme design. It's a little different. It's really neat. I I enjoy it. It's a, it's a different sort of challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, when I played it outside protection, I thought it was definitely a challenging scenario. I had a lot of fun with it. Um, I didn't find it too finicky. There's, you know, some rules things, but like once you get around what's supposed to happen, I don't find it's that bad. Okay. No, I I think with that you just have to know is this an attack or not an attack. That that's yeah. it. I mean, sure. Yeah. So a question I asked the both of you last week was, what modular sets would would you use with this? Because he keeps busting out cards. Right. And so what are the best ones, Steve and Mike? Well, if you're going to play with the ones they tell you to play with, to start with Symbiotic Strength, which we talked about, that has a few, um, three of those cards. Well, actually, I guess uh, five of those cards have a boost effect. You're going to put minions out. You're going to get webbed up. He's going to give, like, one of them is just like a huge boost that gains overkill. Um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, but the other one that they suggest down to earth has no special boost effects. And that's the one that you can swap out. And so you should. 
you, yeah, you definitely should swap it out for something with boost effects if you want to rank crank it up like uh, Cree Militants or uh, Anne Bonnie's set there, the Space Pirates. Those have all, almost yeah. all of them have a boost effect, right? Um, the Anachronauts have boost effects. And then you've got all these extra minions that you're trying to deal with while you're dealing with Venom. So Nice. And there's no rule that you can't have more, right? More like, modular sets? sets? You can I have... mean, they, officially they don't want you diluting the deck and messing with the, the acceleration icons. Okay, but fine. But I've yeah. thrown extra modular right. sets in all the time, just if it's, if it's fun. Like, don't overdo it. It's so much more fun to put two decks in. Oh, I agree. Like, yeah. look how many modular, how many total modular sets do we have in this game now? By my uh, count, I, I think four thousand and twelve. Yeah, close, right. close. You might be low on that, but it's close. I might be low. Okay, so throw at least two in every time. Yep, yep. Especially if you're multiplayer. Especially if you don't play a lot and you want to see yeah, your cards like, more often. Yeah, I got all these cards. <laughs> so, and if you're playing three player, two, three, four player, dude. It's not going to dilute the deck so much that it matters, I don't know, to throw an extra fun mod in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, one of the fun ones I think that could be you could put into this is the State of Emergency. That came in the hood set, and that has a bunch of side schemes with acceleration. They all have acceleration icons. They all do something like discarding cards from your hand or making you take damage. But it has that (laughs) citywide crisis um, treachery that makes you trigger the when revealed again. So you might, <laughs> I mean, you'd have, I guess it'd already be clear and blank, but like, I don't know, you add a bunch of side schemes to this, kind of like it's Venom wrecking the city. Yeah. That's more threat to the side schemes. That's great. Yeah. that I think that one could be fun. Yeah. And then the one that we went on our little real estate jaunt. Yeah, so Streets of Mayhem, where you give all these other environments that change things up a little bit. That doesn't dilute anything because they have surge on them and you're chasing Venom around the city. Like I said, why doesn't he just leave? Well, okay, runs to the back alley and now everybody's getting plus one attack or um, steady, so you can't be stunning him. Things like that. Or give give Venom retaliate when you're trying to attack him to knock off these different things. Stuff like that. Could could be fun. Nice. Steve, I'm going to have to jump on your coattails for this one because... What I tried to look for was a modular set that would key off Biting Retort, like something that would, say, give the villain additional boost cards. Okay. But for the most part, those are in villain-specific sets, not in the modular sets. So I'm going to have to say standard two, because I want cards that give you multiple boost cards so that Biting Retort can trigger on more than just one card. Right. And that set does have things where if this is an attack or whatever... Give the villain an additional boost card. Great, so that's plus two attack. Yeah, if you can get him to activate more often. Yeah, I hope that made sense. Do we rate villains? Of course we rate villains! That's, <laughs> but that's Daniel's line. Oh. All right, let's get to it. Unless you have a, a set you want to talk about, Daniel. Nope, nope, nope. All right, fellas. we got to give grades. Yeah. Now, we're thinking about this one in isolation. Just the Venom scenario pack itself. These 14 cards that we've talked about, what do you all think? Give a grade. I mean, we played it. Yeah. Did we have fun? Did we have fun? Yeah, I have fun. Yeah, we had I fun. Have, I have fun playing Venom. It changes how you think about your deck and your roles and your play style, right? 
right? The timing, you know, it's like, oh, what can we can we get a? I better get a tough out because I just attacked him three times this turn. Yeah, or yeah. Do I have a guy to defend with and hope I don't get overkill? Um, and I like that attack can mean a couple things. Like maybe you don't attack for damage. Maybe. Or you go for the bell tower. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's got a lot of different things going on for it. So. And so much of the art, the tongue is disconcerting. So that's yeah. also a thing. Dude, it's actually. Guys, look at the art on Guard the Bell Tower. That's really haunting. Yeah, yeah, it is. Because clearly it's also the wind is taking his tongue as he jumps from the building. Anyway. It's funny that <laughs> on the one card lashing out, his tongue is completely inside his mouth. Right. That's not right. <laughs> no. Well, he'd bite it. Well, he's lashing with some chain, but really it should be his tongue. And it might be, yeah, it might be webbing. But again, we, we digress, guys. This is an enjoyable scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What do you give it? I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it an A minus. Seems fair. Nice. There's like, there's, there's sort of a something, something missing, and I don't know what it is. And that's what troubles me. I'm sorry. I got to give it a C. Oh my God. Whoa. Yeah. So I gave the safe grade, Mike. You gave the, <sighs> your, yep. You got some explaining to do, Greg. I, I explained it last week. It's just an issue with the execution of his core cards. I like the rest of his set. It's good. I just think. So you maintain your protectionist ideas. It. From it's not week. even that. It's not even that I power gamed it. It's just the way it turned out to be. Okay. So we discussed uh, a few shows ago a question about if. A scenario requires you to build a special deck to beat it. Is it bad design? So this is the reverse. If you build a certain deck and completely neuter the scenario, is that bad design? Yeah. Wow. Um, I think it it depends. Because if someone really wants to deck build something really specific and they have the entire card pool at their disposal, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's bad design. And like I don't think the whole scenario is garbage or anything. I just think it needed a little tweak. Just like change that the extra damage you do to Venom so that I can't get ten bonus damage during the villain phase. Sure. But Mike, uh, these cards we talked about tonight don't mitigate what you were talking about last week? Uh no, not really. In any way? No, okay. The only one that would come close would be tooth and nail. Because okay. that hazard icon matters. Sure, sure. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Because wow. uh, the, yeah, you'd think that maybe you know we're not now we're angry would do it, but the plus one attack really isn't big enough. Right. No, no protection. I mean, that's its forte. Well, maybe it's nice that it goes both ways, design wise, right? Like there are certain scenarios you have to build a particular hero deck to beat. And now there's yeah. villains that you have to build a particular. But I don't think that's true in, in Venom. You know, know what you want to do is not build a particular deck in order to that's right enjoy the scenario yeah, yeah. we've cautioned you yeah no I, i'm being appropriately critical i think yeah no i, I agree i'm not down this area i'm just i'm pointing it out for i'm glad you brought it up at all like, yeah i don't think i would have noticed that about how protections event suite kind of hits hits venom without getting hit back yeah no that's key that's important no it's interesting when we played our Recent game, Mike did not play protection. Eh, no. Notice, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, I was trying to branch out, right? Oh, it wasn't because you're a good person. No, not at all. 
right. <laughs> All right. Well, Steve, why don't you take my job this time? Oh, Tell good. some folks to get a hold of us. Yeah. Do you have a prehensile tongue? We want to know about it. You can email us a photo at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. We're Critical Encounters on Facebook. You can find our YouTube channel or our Patreon by searching for Critical Encounters Podcast. And on Discord, we are Vardane, Big Foam Loaf, and Wandering Duke. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Venom, take us out. No one threatens those under our protection and walks away. They don't crawl away either. Did you hear that in the background? No, what was that? My dog howled. (laughs) Well, your dog's sad. Sorry. (laughs) What were you saying? What did you say before that'll pick up? I have no idea. (laughs) 